This poor fellow isn't sharp. He's weary and confused. He doesn't care about us, and he probably doesn't know what he's talking, 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 talking about. And you, you are puzzled. Well, well, well. Guess who just had to delete Discord? Um, I found myself getting onto it more at home, and that's distracting. Originally, I re-downloaded it for um, purposes to just distract myself while at work, but you know what? I'm to the point where I think I can just sit and stare and have the thoughts flood into my mind. I mean, Christ, two nights ago, I just sat in my room trying to sleep for fucking three hours with all these thoughts. And quite frankly, I might try to do this, um, record a podcast where I'm like in that weird mode where you're half asleep and all these weird thoughts that you haven't thought of and you in forever and you're just like oh remember like the whole summer where we were there was like a hot dog war and we were trying to stick burnt hot dogs in people's ears and shit like and like oh um maybe the reason why you never like to party or drink alcohol is because you've seen the chaos and you were kind of grown up with all these like your family parties and seeing people pat like all this stuff and I had a dream last night and it, and it actually had to um, play in a part of what happened in, in the discord. And, and I guess maybe on a subconscious level, clearly maybe it affected me and it all happened to do with like uh, the idea of let, let, let me pause it. All right, we're back, baby. I found it right quick. The, the the thing happened, we're talking about Adderall, right? And how people use it to study in school and whatnot. And somebody that I am, I, I feel like I'm similar to, um, went to like a, a liberal arts college or a progressive one where there was no tests. And they say tests are a strange concept. And I agree. How well can you remember for three months? That's what it is. It's memorization. Can we all agree? I can't remember hardly anything. And pretty much all the knowledge I have are from books I have read mostly as an adult. And and it's knowledge that I wanted to acquire. I mean, right now I've been I've been listening to audiobooks about um, neurology and whatnot. Not because I want to be a neuroscientist or anything, because that's uh, I don't want to I don't want to do that. But. I mean, I've listened to two Robert Sapolsky's and then uh, Lisa Barrett about emotions, and it's like above my pay grade. But hey, if two percent of this entire book can get into my brain, hey, that works for me. And uh, so I do believe, you know, in the Bhagavad Gita, you get um, you have the right to your actions, not the fruit of your actions. Well, you know, and. Uh, to me that's kind of like tests tests it's like in school if you're just if you're doing the work and showing it what's the point of the test but that's that's me and then you know we don't have grades either and what the hell kind of college is this uh you know 
And uh, I come home with the only dorks and nerds would defend Tess. Because truly, I remember there was only, like, in my school, there was a great, like, in, I'm not, I, 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 I could have taken more accelerated classes. I think most people could, but I don't like to try to do anything, clearly. Um, so here I am, poking fun at them. Uh, only Nord and, and 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 dorks would defend Tess, and then the person, and one guy was like, "Tell tell me you haven't gone beyond high school without telling me." Cool. Tell me that you believe that you're superior because you went to college and acquired a massive amount of debt that you you might never never pay off, or you know it might take a large portion of your life to pay off. To me, I didn't go to school because I didn't a I didn't know what a debt scares me, and b I don't. I didn't know what I wanted to go, so why acquire a massive amount of debt? And quite frankly, it, it's just a, it's just a system that has been beaten into you. So you so you go so you, then you do you do high school, then you go to college, then you get a good job, and that good job is McDonald's because I'm sure as shit there's people at McDonald's that have degrees. I mean, if you look at 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 um, jobs that are more or less just pushing numbers around, eventually that's going to be automated to AI within 10, 15, 20 years easily. I'm, I'm not for it, but it's a, it's a, that is just a, a bullshit job. Really? I mean, I, I kind of have a bullshit job too, but Hey, um, To me, to me, and and this like that the tell tell me you haven't gone beyond high school without telling me this is a person that I've gone into it multiple times. This is a person that I got into it with the Flint water crisis. How can you believe the people that originally lied to you made it up, covered it up? How, oh, so you're gonna believe them? You're still you're gonna believe the same people that are lying about the toxic air in Kalamazoo? Fuck off! This is the type of this is not really a conspiracy podcast. This is more of a me just shouting what is happening type of podcast. And I'm going to play a couple clips from none other than um, one of my heroes in life who is still alive. When, when, I, when I think of heroes and people that have um, had the biggest influence on me, Noam Chomsky is up there. He is up there, and um, here's going to be two clips of him talking about the education system, and this is going back, when did, I don't know if it has when he actually, I, it doesn't show you, but one, one clip is going to be fairly recent, and one, the quality of the video looks like it may have been in the 80s, in, um, I think in 88 is when they made manufacturing consent him and Edward S. Herman. And I'm almost, I'm halfway done with Edward S. Herman's, um, the real terror network. I'm rereading that. That's about how the CIA, it, um, you know, overthrew central and South America to make, uh, uh, national security states. Brilliant book. If you're into it once, uh, once again, uh, kind of getting in the conspiracy lane, but Hey, it's interesting and it's important to know 
the dirty secrets. When my own kids were in elementary school, at a, you know, what's called a good school, you know, good quality suburban school, uh, by the time they were in third grade, they were dividing up their friends into dumb and smart. Uh, you're dumb if you're lower tracked, you're smart if you're upper tracked. I mean, think what that does to the children. Doesn't matter where they're tracked, the children who take it seriously, like we could kind of you know, help them not take it seriously. But uh, if you're caught up in that, it's just extremely harmful. And it has nothing to do with education. Education is uh, uh, developing your own potential and creativity. I mean, maybe you're not going to do well in school and you'll do great in art. That's fine. You know, what's, what's wrong with that? It's another way to be a, a live a fulfilling, uh, a wonderful life, and a, one that's significant for other people as well as yourself. Uh, people, and uh, but so the, the whole idea is, is first of all wrong in itself, and it's harming the. It's creating a kind of. It's kind of a system of creating something that's called economic man. There's a concept of economic man, which is you know economics literature and so on. An economic man is somebody who rationally calculates how to improve his own status, and status means basically wealth. So you rationally calculate uh, how, what kinds of choices you should make to increase your wealth, and you don't pay any attention to anything else, and, or maybe maximize the number of goods you have, because that's what you can measure. Those are things you can measure, so those we that, and if you do that properly, you know, you're kind of a rational person making informed judgments. You can improve your, what's called your human capital, you know, what you can sell on the market. Uh, what kind of a human being is that? I mean, is that the kind of hum, human being you want to create? And the, uh, all of these mechanisms that you're describing, like, uh, you know, testing, assessing, evaluating, measuring, uh, they force people to have to develop those characteristics. The ones who don't do it are uh, considered maybe behavior problems or uh, uh, some, some other deviance. Maybe something goes wrong and then they drop out and maybe uh, try to survive on drugs or something. For example, there's this bestseller last couple of years by Alan Bloom. Uh, that was all over the supermarket, closing of the American mind. Yeah, whichever, you know, huge bestseller supermarket racks, which is where I read it, and things like that. Uh, well, you take a look at what he's saying, uh, and, and there was plenty, you know, a lot of enthusiastic uh, accolades for it and so on. Uh, he was saying that a couple of us smart guys will decide what the great thoughts are, uh, and every student will memorize them, and that's education. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, that's a way to turn people into pure automata. I mean, even if they happen to pick the great thoughts, uh, there is no way less likely to get anybody to think about those thoughts than to make that the curriculum. That finishes them off, you know. Uh, uh, but, uh, and I think that's the purpose, really. I mean, the purpose is just to impose authority, you know. Here's the great thoughts. All this other stuff is rubbish. Just learn those and you're okay. I'll pick them, you memorize them. That's basically the line. Uh, now, of course, that's, that's the opposite of education. I mean, that's the way you study Talmud or something like that. Uh, but uh, it's very popular, and I think it reflects the same concern over the crisis of democracy. In fact, Alan Bloom himself was 
extreme liberty. The incident that really got to him was a case in Cornell where he was a professor where some black students took over one of the, one of the buildings. And he, was, he said, that's just like the Nazis, you know, it's back to the Nazis. He has a whole business about the Nazis and so on and so forth. Well, you take a look at what happened in that. He doesn't tell you what he thought the, and he says the faculty capitulated, you know, just like Heidegger capitulated to the Nazis and so on. Uh, what actually happened, if you look back, is that there were real grievances. Undoubtedly, the students shouldn't have done what they did and go into the building with guns and so on. But it was settled very amicably. It was settled amicably. amicably. Nobody was killed. Uh, the grievances were to some extent dealt with, and the net result was better than it was before. Well, he didn't tell you what he thought they should have done, but it's sort of implicit. I mean, uh, I guess they should have bombed the place or something like that. Uh, but uh, that's what really set him off. And in general, what set many people off was the, the you know, the, the 60s are now described in the literature as if it was a time when students were running around burning libraries and you know, destroying the foundations of civilization and so on. What was actually going on is they were asking questions. You know, they were raising questions. They were uh, looking into things that people hadn't looked into before. They were not just obedient. And from the point of view of a lot of the faculty, that's equivalent to burning the buildings. You know, you can't have that small distinction. You can't make that. Uh, and uh, this pressure to turn the schools back to the days when you didn't have to worry about those things, like disobedient students asking questions about things that you didn't tell them to think about and so on. When I graduate, I'm going to be a history teacher? History teacher. What do you suggest in the high school? Or what do you suggest I do in that context to keep yeah. from perpetuating Well, this? you know, that's really important. I mean, you know, a lot of people, I suspect many of you, if you think of your own experience, I know me, uh, you can remember cases where a teacher really made a terrific impression on you. I mean, most schooling is just train, training for stupidity and conformity. But every once in a while, and that's institutional too, there are reasons for that. But occasionally, you know, you get a spark. Uh, somebody will challenge your mind, you know, make you think, uh, encourage you to think, and so on. And that's a tremendous effect. You know, you just reach all sorts of people. Uh, of course, if you do it, you're going to be, uh, you may very well uh, have problems. Uh, you have to tread a narrow line. Uh, there are plenty of people who don't want students to think. They don't, they're afraid of the crisis of democracy. You know, people start thinking and you get all these problems I was quoting at the beginning. You know, they won't have humility enough to submit to a civil rule. You know, or they'll start trying to press their demands in the political arena. Or they'll, you know, have ideas of their own instead of believing what they're told. And uh, privilege and power typically doesn't want that. Uh, so they can react. And a high school teacher who tries to get students to think may find uh, repression, uh, firing, and so on. I'm not sure if that was too many clips, too long, or whatnot. I'm not even sure if you agree, disagree, how you, however you feel about it is however you feel about it. But I think the youth of today, which I'm no longer a part of, I'm rapidly aging. Uh, next, year, next month, I turn another year older. Um, but the young people are slowly becoming less and less, in my opinion, less and less uh, indoctrinated and inst inst institutionalized to the lies that we've been brought up. And you can look at it through just the past few years alone, um, like Christopher Columbus. Remember Christopher Columbus being taught in school? Yeah how he was this incredible guy and now we're like oh yeah it's fucking indigenous murder day 
So I think there's a, a slight poll. You can look at the anti-work movement. I mean, even, even the idea of college is becoming less and less important because of the debt that is accumulated. And when we look at other countries, it's like, it's insane how much we're paying. Um, you know, I'm a, I, I guess I, I'm blue collar, uh, I'm a factory worker. I'm going to go into skilled trades, hopefully. Um, which I guess college degree people, or at least that college degree person looks down upon. Um, I don't particularly look down upon, um, people, I mean, as of right now, all jobs, a job is a job. And even if it's putting, um, the, the metal ring around the, the ice cream that maybe a, a robot could do, but a human's doing it. Hey, you're contributing to society. Somebody's got to eat that ice cream. I know my sister's got to eat that ice cream. Um, so I had a dream because of this incident, I had a dream that I was back in high school and fuck man, that was, that was weird. That was, I didn't like that. Um, so yeah, that's what, uh, new discord, discord discourse has been up to. Um, and I'm, I'm at first I deleted that group and then I was like, yeah, let me just go in there. Cause I, I just have fun. I just go in there and I just talk shit. I, to me, it's just like a lot of egos. I mean, you got people that are, it's, it's kind of, I, I, the thing about social media, I don't understand is, is the constant stream of this is what I'm doing. Bah, da, bah, da, bah. In fact, I, I went for a walk last in the woods and I almost, and I, and I do post, it's more, it's more or less like sharing memes and whatnot because nobody cares what you're doing. Nobody cares really. Nobody really cares. In fact, more often than not, it's you just trying to show off. Like when I went to see Gary Newman, are you really going to rewatch an, an entire concert through the phone with more or less the, the, unless you have a good phone, I don't, I don't know. But um, I remember when I used to try to record concerts on my phone like a fucking idiot. And it's just like, <laughs> you know, not great audio. Who wants to listen to that? And you're so engulfed in the fucking phone screen that you're missing the entire performance with your eyes. I don't, to me, I maybe I'm just wired different. Clearly, I'm wired different. Um I, 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 I don't understand people. Maybe that's my problem. And on that note, I want to bring you uh, 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 my rendition of a Tom Waits song because I'm feeling extra creative today. I like my coffee in black Like the soles of my shoe When I go outside I take a walk into my splash I see some roadkill raccoon With a murder 
tips. One thou only heard of from the past. That raccoon is me and they're feasting. Don't understand. I like my coffee black, like the soles of my shoe. I like the shining feathers of the crow. I walk, I walk in a stumbling. I get the jitters cause my cough is strong. That was uh, impromptu Tom Waits song. <laughs> I hope. Um, it probably didn't make sense. I kind of was like I said, impromptu winging it. Just I'm drinking coffee. I like crows. Um, you know what? I'm sleeping, keeping me up. Um, yeah, that was fun. Um, too bad I'm not doing the video because you could see me kind of do Tom Waits movements. Ah. So last week you heard me kind of moan and cry about um, my relationship issues and it's something that we all have to deal with as far as um, our upbringing putting uh, uh, has a uh, uh, um, well, Robert Sapolsky says what we are nothing more than our biological makeup mixed with the um, environmental makeup we have no control out of and in 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 the with in between those you have the culture you're brought up in and also the which could you you, you know you America and then you could be like American fucking Middle Eastern American black family a middle white Asian um I don't know what I was going with this, but, uh, yeah. So relationships, uh, dating, um, one thing I don't understand the love of Disney. Truly. I don't understand it. Um, it baffles me. I, okay. 
I'm a nerd. I, I used to collect, I got comics, I guess you could say, but at the same time, I'm not like one of these, I don't dress up any, I've, I just kind of grown out of it. I don't understand the love of, of grown adults obsessed with Disney. Um, to me, it's, it's kind of awkward. Um, do the do these people have some sort of repressed memory that happened to them while only while watching Disney movies? So like that the, they'd put a fucking uh, uh, Little Mermaid on while your parents argued. So now you're like that Disney was there for you always. So now you're obsessed with it. Um, not to this is going to be an extreme example, but. There was a stake and of a stake issue of misidentity in a in a in a rape, and what happened was this woman was getting raped, and on the TV this guy was being um, interviewed, and when she reported that she was raped, she reported that it was this man on the TV that was being interviewed, and he almost got locked up and put away for who knows how long because her testimony was so she she was a hundred percent sure because she locked in on, on, on the TV and on this guy and it scarred her for the rest of the life. And the, the reason he got out was obviously during the time of that horrible interaction, horrible um, point in her life, he was on TV being interviewed. So it was like the obvious uh, 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 scapegoat. No, I guess not scapegoat, but you know, you know what I'm saying. So to me, anyone that's like super obsessed with like one specific thing makes me think of not necessarily getting raped and seeing some guy being on interviewed and, but it makes me, makes me think that something happened as a kid that made you latch on to Disney so strongly that when they open Contino, the the community homes, you're going to be one of the first people to shell out however much it costs. And we'll just live there in a fantasy world and repress whatever happened to you. I mean, uh, there's nothing I can pinpoint to say, like, I got into comics in Iron Man when that came out in like 08. And in 08, I was 13. And by that time, my parents' issues started to uh, uh, dwindle down. That was during the point where they were getting a... a, uh, I think that might have been the point of when they were getting to uh, get a divorce and then there was some chaos in that, and then they didn't, and then they found God, and then it was like <clears throat> the point where my sister has her mental issues, and then they were saying that there was demons in her and fucking doing all sorts of crazy shit, and she was just depressed, and yeah. Um, horrible. Um, so I cannot, I can't go be like, oh, I used um, comics as an escape to stop seeing my dad beat my mom or or something like that. I cannot I can't rationalize it because by that point I kind of knew what was going on and that was like the down that was less of the peak um 
of the physical abuse between them. And <clears throat> so I don't understand. That's like a like that's a red flag for me in dating. I cannot deal with that. Um, anyone that is like super political. In fact, I kind of troll them, um, especially the left, because I I I, I I'm, I'm I'm left, but I'm not the the left that clings to identity politics. My bigger issue is class warfare. I don't. The poor are all the same. We, we're all suffering, maybe because I come from a lower economic place where social injustice largely affected a black community, but there is white people in there too. And you, you can, and I, once again, this is the class. You can, you can say, and I understand this, the, the socioeconomic reasons behind things. I, I'm pretty sure I've talked about it before previously. And I used to debate somebody at when I used to work at Meyer all the time. They were a, a pull your pull yourself up by your bootstraps, uh, Republican conservative libertarian. And I said, and I would and I would go into the socioeconomic reasons of that it's not possible for these people to necessarily pull themselves up out of the bootstraps when it's been a generational curse and. And even going back and in, in, in now listening to Robert Sapolsky talk about how um, even prenatal conditions affecting how you might progress in this world being if you're poor, you get less nutrients as a, as a child in the womb and that affects your brain in, in ways that it's hard to they understand, but it's hard. Neurology isn't there pr precisely. They cannot break down um, what specific neurons do, but generational curses are there in a way. Uh, the genetic um, pan. I was going to say pansgressive. I don't. I don't think that's the right term. Um, where was I going with this? Yes. Um, so dating is just fuck. I, uh, I don't, once again, I don't know how to approach people in, in life. And then dating apps is just chaos to me. Um, but I, I have fun. I troll and maybe that's my reason why I, I because I would try to well, break it down to more class warfare and less identity politics in the sense of. Um, one thing was, uh, um, let me grab my phone. So it all started with uh, a person saying they're going to Star. Oh, it's world, it's World Day or Earth Day. Uh, I got Starbucks. They gave me. A, it was cool. They gave me an Earth Day, and I asked, "Is it biodegradable?" And of course, it's fucking not, because corporations never do truly anything out of um, the compassion of their heart. And uh, um, and uh, so yeah, so. That's the thing. The funny thing is, it's not biodegradable. And I go, yeah, well, it's like Raytheon putting the pride flag in its logo. Logo. Meanwhile, it's producing weapons that turn children into pink mist. It's like Raytheon will even kill gay children, or you know, whatever. Um, or the CIA having commercials with somebody that's identified as non-binary or whatever. CIA, CIA, now accepting anyone who will murder innocent civilians and overthrow third world countries and 
and they're like, yeah, nothing screams we fucked up like commercials about in- inclusivity because they were never accepting or inclusive in the in the past. Yeah, you know, I said, well, you know, we're similar uh, stances on politics, and then we kind of, you know, like Trump. It's like, and then I'm going, you know, people still have Trump 2020 flags. It's like, dude, it's 2022. Can dude upgrade to Trump 2024 at least? Fucking a man, upgrade, dude. Up if you support him so much, buy that new flag. Buy that new flag. Um. So, like that, I'm like going at I'm I'm going at one way. And they're like, yeah, you know, they never inclusive. I'm like, they never inclusivity or whatever. I, I had to go to speech therapy, people. You know that. Um, they were never inclusive in the beginning. I'm like, I, my big problem is that it's just murder. My big problem is murder, not inclusivity. I don't care. Hire anybody like like the one dude that's like, um into pup play and like non-binary or whatever who's like crazy qualified because he's like a nuclear scientist or whatever that's in biden's cabinet good for him like i don't i think like he's obviously qualified more than probably most people so he definitely good gets the job but i mean whatever uh if that was if he was hired to let's say um, help fund, uh, once again, I'm reading the terror network, help fund, um, murder death squads that go around killing, um, children, women of, of, I mean, anyone that's poor and torturing them and fucking, can you imagine, fuck dude, can you imagine you're, uh, uh, a poor civilian in a third world country and this dude comes in dressed like a dog with like pink lipstick on and he just tortures you while he's like barking and shit can you imagine what kind of mind fuck would that 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 would be even that, that now you're going into psychological torture in, a, in a, to me because it's 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 bad enough you're you're getting tortured and now you're throwing in somebody that's into pup play and which is not necessarily a bad thing but I would, I, it would be weird. Um, you can Google this. In Swartz Creek, Michigan, about uh, two years ago, there was a man that mutilated and cannibalized a young gay, gay man by the name of Kevin Bacon, and I can't remember the psychopath's fucking name. Um, but he used to come into the store I still work at, uh, uh, Meyer, Swartz Creek, Moorish Road, fucking want to dock myself, who cares? No one, no one listens to this. No one's coming to find me. Um, this dude would come in at like 10 with his boyfriend wearing kilts. And I always got the bad vibe, the heebie-jeebies, the spookiness from this guy. And then it turned out, yeah, he fucking murdered a, a, a young adult who was just probably depressed and wanted love and wanted somebody to accept him for who he is and then this goddamn psychopath fucking murdered him hung him from the walls and fucking ate 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 his ate ate his testicles why am i why am i getting choked up 
on the part of the guy. <laughs> that's funny. It's like you're cry crying because somebody ate some guy's testicles. That that's weird. Um, but yeah, imagine imagine being tortured. Not like, dude. I'm sure this shit exists. Like uh, a non-binary and fucking pup play and whatever else. I'm sure it exists in third world countries as well, but they, they, it's not there being expressed. I mean, fuck, dude. You know, if you're gay still there, you might get killed, let alone if you're dressed up like a dog. Um, but imagine that. It's like, and then getting tortured. I don't know what the fuck I was going going at, but uh, how the fuck did I? This is why I just close my eyes and I go off on tangents, and that's why I don't record a video because more or less it's going to be me with my eyes closed because I don't know. I I kind of get in a flow state. Um, I, somehow I went from like talking about people obsessed with Disney to this. Oh, yeah, because, anyways, um, I need to get out of here, man. I got I to gotta fucking bathe. I got to do the dishes. I got to go to work. Um, so, yeah, enjoy my ramblings of a, of a, of a, um, of a madman that is looking for love but probably won't because he's fucking, you hear it. You hear how I am. Uh, yeah. We up out of here, baby. Woo! Ooh.